Good morning, Flagler. The doctors are in. I'm Dr. Scott Cleos. And I'm Dr. Andrea Cleos. And we are here once again to talk about your health and health issues right here in Flagler, Volusia, and St. John's County, and might as well be the world, right? We'll talk about anything. Absolutely. A lot of stuff going on. Um, Bitcoin is going back up again. Haven't heard about that in a long time. Yeah. You know why Bitcoin went back up? No. Nope. Because I sold all of that stuff. <laughs> no, you sold it. That's why you. That's why you sold it. Yeah, as soon as it went up, I sold everything. I never had Bitcoin. I was advised to get Bitcoin back when no one knew what this stuff was. I had a buddy of mine who was a guru, um, a self-proclaimed guru. The guy, you know, practiced Indian type medicine and uh, was really good with computers. And I used to use them for that. And I remember. This is probably, it's got to be 10 years ago now plus, and I was over there with my son and we were getting a computer fixed and he goes, you got to get into this Bitcoin thing. And I'm like, what is it? And uh, he starts telling me about it's a cryptocurrency and, you know, and I said, well, who you, I said, well, how much is this stuff? And I don't remember if he said 800 or 80, whatever it was, it was a lot less than what it is now. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, that stuff's kind of expensive. And he goes, yeah, but it's going to go up. He goes, the value's going to go up. But he didn't buy it either. I thought he did buy no, some. No, he, he didn't. And he goes, you, got, he goes, you, it, he goes, um, you know, you, you got to get into it. And I'm like, well, who uses this? He goes, well, it's mainly on the dark web and, you know, people buy stuff. And I'm like, dude, this sounds illegal. <laughs> it sounds illegal to me. Of course, I didn't take that opportunity. But, right. you know. And I don't think he did either. Yeah, well, I mean, if we would have done that back then. We, we well, were, there's a lot of what ifs, but you can't live what, life on what ifs. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of what ifs. Well, in Bitcoin's the world. going back up. We got war in the Middle East, and um, I really feel bad for those people over there. Oh gosh, all the poor Israelis. Them. Well, the Israelis, the Palestinian people who are not, you know, part of Hamas. Hamas, I don't feel sorry for. They they made their bed. They're done. You know, Hamas are you know terrorists, and they're going to be treated as such. War is and always bad. On it's the children, always bad. That's the problem. Men and is women, the, it's a is the innocent. Situation people who are going to, you know, sit in the middle. And, you know, people say, oh, well, Palestine elect- elected Hamas to be their leadership. And that's true. Um, and these chants of, you know, Palestine, river to sea, you know, basically that means death to the Jews. And any hopes of having some kind of two-state, you know, solution to that situation over there seems like that is over. And I think Israel, you know, October 7th, in my opinion, is their December 7th. You know, that's basically was the excuse FDR needed to get into World War II back in 1941. December 7th was when they bombed Pearl Harbor, of course. And, uh, you know, FDR knew he had to help his allies over in um, over in Europe, but that was not popular with the American people at the time. So, uh, you know, when Pearl Harbor happened, people rallied around the president and said, yes, we, we have to do this now. You know, we can't sit back and, you know, let this happen. And Israel... Always knew Hamas was a threat, but, you know, while they were an idle threat, they kind of let things be. But this just gave them an excuse to basically exterminate them, which is what's going to happen at this point. Yeah, you can't let somebody just burn children and justify right. it in you a music, peace, peaceful right. music environment. You can't take, you know, you know, innocent citizens and use them as hostages and do whatever else they've yeah. been doing over there. And you know, they, people uh, can complain that there's, you know, colonialism and all that stuff going on, but, you know... 
these fighting between Israelis and Palestinians and the Arab nations has been going on forever. And I think Israel offered an olive branch when they gave Gaza Strip over in the mid 2000s, you know, to the Palestinians and said, this is yours, you know, do with it as you wish. And they proved that they couldn't handle it. So that's where we're at, unfortunately. But, you know, this may be a long drawn out process because from what I understand, there was a lot of infrastructure over there that uh, Hamas had been building in preparation for this day, you know, because they assumed that Israel would probably retaliate in a in a standard fashion with ground troops, and they were all set for that. But Israel knew what was going on all these years and are prepared with that, for that with these, you know, bunker busters and all these bombs, and they're blowing up all these underground tunnels and probably all the Hamas militants with them. I heard this week that there was the incentive for these Hamas fighters to go in and get hostages is basically the Hamas government offered each of these fighters $10,000, I'm not sure in what currency that was, plus a, an apartment to live in for each hostage that they got. Oh, no. That's what they told them. So, you know, they released this information. They said, you go in, you know, we want you to take as many hostages as you can, bring them back over into Gaza, and for each one, you will get $10,000 and a place to live. So that was the incentive to get these young guys to basically commit these horrible atrocities against other human beings, which is mind-boggling to me. I mean, I don't know how you can hate uh, a people so much, innocent people, you know. Yeah, I mean, they were a music festival. They were at a music festival, you know, and taking people. old people who are basically Holocaust survivors, been through all that, and then basically take them hostage. It's just so wrong on so many different levels. Little and, innocent babies. Yeah. And, you know, I look at Hamas as different from Palestine, of course, because they have declared themselves as anti-Israel, anti-Jewish. And I don't think all Palestinians believe that way. Uh, but Hamas has made no bones about it. And I assure you they're going to go the way of ISIS and the Taliban and everyone else who's tried to do this in the past. And they just slowly eliminate them one at a time until they're non-existent. So, you know, unfortunately for the Hamas, individuals their days are numbered and they're not going to be around much longer but anyway so you know we've got those atrocities going on over in the middle east and you know our prayers with all those people out there and all the ones here whose families right. suffered that or whose children whose young family young military uh may be sent over that way to be involved and so our prayers are definitely out for all of you um so, and us as a nation, hopefully we realize that um, we should never stand up and support any country who will annihilate an innocent, peaceful music fest with children and slaughter babies. There, there is no acceptance of that, no matter who the people are. That's right. They're innocent, and, and they're doing something very simple and peaceful, and to come and to abuse and kill them, there's just, I don't care who they are, there's no justification in that at all. That's just evil, evil to the worth degree, and there's no justification. There's universities out there screaming about how, you know, we should, you know, defend the Palestinians. For what? You know, I mean, if they're going to kill these innocent Jewish people, this is, this well, is don't, unacceptable. Don't mix up the Palestinians with Hamas. Well, I mean, you're right, but, but, because, but the reality I mean, is, is, is you Hamas have to, has proven themselves. Right. You, know, they're, you, they're, you have to stand up when somebody's done something wrong. Then the people that have done these things, which, 
you know, are the Hamas Palestinians. There's nothing right about or that. Or Hamas, you know, they're not Hamas a, themselves. So yeah. I, I just don't understand these university people and different people around the country that have any audacity to speak out against Israel at all. So, and, well, and I happened. mean, that's when people, you know, uh, make assumptions or they're making opinions, I think, based on half truths. And, you know, there's no justifying what happened over there. Now, to, like you said, I mean, that there's just no words that can say, well, this is justifiable because of the colonialism. You know, Israel shouldn't be there. I mean, even if you believe that, this is not the way to go about that. Yeah, and, you don't kill and, babies you know, and burn them. And our own Congress people, uh, some of which have said that, you know, the response to Hamas's atrocities should be a negotiated peace is that that door closed with that type of behavior. Yeah. You know, when you prove yourself an animal and you say, you know, we're going to go in and do this with the intent of, you know, um, rallying our people and, you know, basically um, encouraging anger or wrath in your enemy this is what you're going to get and you deserve everything yeah. that you get. So, but so that's the problem. So and I feel bad for the innocent Palestinians who are now displaced from their homes, who've got to leave, but they've had plenty of opportunity to get out of there because Israel basically is going to level that place in an attempt to extract Hamas. And, you know, that's what we're going to, you know, these people are going to so have to So why do we bring this kind of stuff up on a medical show? Why do we bring things... Well, it's stressful. It's, you know... It is stressful. To a lot, a lot of people, it's stressful. And at some point in life, you have to end up learning how to communicate with people. And right now, the communication option isn't there when you've actually killed babies, when you've killed young women, when you're taking elderly grandparents and, and abusing them and, and raping women. At some point, there is right and wrong. And we do have to stand up for it. There's right and wrong in healthcare. There's right and wrong in life. And when we don't have respect to life itself, a greater universe, a God who created the universe, and a God who created people, then we have no respect for anything. And, uh, and this becomes part of living life with truth. So you always speak the truth, you live the truth, and you try to do what's right. And when you treat others the way you want to be treated then we can live in a peaceful environment. But when you start taking advantage of people or abusing people or killing people, just innocent people, then there has to be justification to that. I mean, it's unacceptable. So in a very sad situation for all those families that are suffering, both the Palestinian innocents and the Israeli abused and, and continued to be attacked. It's anti-Semitism is so un thinkable that we in this day and age can have people that are anti-Semites. It is unbelievable. Well, Andrew, you will never make hatred go away. It doesn't no, matter. Absolutely. It's, That's why gonna, when you have a greater good for God and bigots who and are life. going to hate people because of their religion, because of their color, of their sex, whatever. That's never going to go away. But the general public can't justify their actions against another race, religion, sex, whatever, and say, it's okay because this is what's happened in the past. That is never okay, yeah. ever. Okay. Okay. And, you know, the individual bigots, um, you're never going to change their mind. The people that hate Jews will always hate Jews. The people that hate blacks will always hate blacks. You know, there's nothing you're going to say to change any of that. But we as a society need to condemn any action where they are actually able to fulfill their hatred in a tangible way, right? I mean, you know, you can say, I don't like 
I don't like anyone named Andrea. You know, that's fine. You got the right to dislike all the Andreas in the world. But once you start exacting harm on anyone named Andrea, there's got to be rules against that. And they've got to be harsh. I mean, you know, and the world has to rally around that and say, you can think whatever you want, especially in this country. But, you know, once you start acting on your hatred, the, the consequences are severe. And, you know, in my opinion, it should be death. I mean, you know, it's, you're going to do that to another person, you know, you're, you're going to suffer, you know, the consequences and it's going to be with your life. So, you know, think twice about it. But, you know, Hamas is going to find that out. They're not going to be around much longer. And if Hezbollah decides they're going to join in the fight, they'll be the next ones to go down. Just like you don't hear about ISIS anymore. You know, you don't hear about them. They're gone. But. What happy stuff can we possibly talk about? Well, Why don't we take a break and then we can talk about something happy on the rest of the show. wonderful. All right. If you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrea, you can email us at the doctors in D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. You're listening to the doctors in on WNZF News Radio, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Radiology Associates has been a trusted name in Volusia, Flagler, and St. John's County for over 50 years. Radiology Associates is the first and only radiology provider to bring our neighbors of Flagler County 3-Tesla MRI, 64-slice CT, and time-of-flight PET-CT in our Palm Coast Imaging and Town Center Imaging locations. This is our community. Our doctors live here and strive to provide only the best care to you, our neighbors. For more information about Radiology Associates, visit us online at radiologyassociatesimaging.com. And we're back for those of you just joining us. Andrew and I kind of unloaded on the first half and half of the show, uh, basically talking about the atrocities happening in the Middle East and how how horrible it is for the innocent people who are suffering through all this on both sides of the of the war. Um, you know, me personally, I blame Hamas for all of this, not necessarily the Palestinian people, but if they're in support of Hamas, uh, some of them demonstrated by their uh, elections, um, putting them in a position of power to basically control that area and set up a, um, uh, uh, a, a onslaught of the Jewish people on October 7th. And, you know, unfortunately, you're going to suffer the consequences of that decision. Um, but we decided we we're going to talk about some happy things for the second half yeah. of the show, since everyone knows what's going on in the Middle East. And Andrea is pursuing her passion and going out to uh, another obesity meeting. This is the Obesity Society. Obesity Association. Obesity Association. So Andrew and I, I think obesity last year, we went to the Obesity Society meeting. Yep. Yeah, I get them confused. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of them are both Obesity Society, some of them are the Obesity Association. But basically, you know, they've got their own specialty now dealing with the obesity and um, uh endemic uh, that's endemic epidemic epidemic in the united states uh the obesity epidemic that is really adversely affecting our health and i think for the first time is this true or am i making the statistic up that we the average uh the expected age longevity in the united states dropped for the first time in like multiple decades I mean, I want to say that it went from like 78 down to 76, yeah. um, which, you know, some of that is attributable to obesity and either directly or indirectly. And some of the sicknesses associated with that, I don't know, some of that's also associated with COVID. But again, 
a lot of the people that succumbed to COVID were obese, and we know, you know, physiologically why that was the case. Uh, but it really is adversely impacting our health. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that younger people get kind of a mixed message because, you know, with the Kardashian girls 10, 15 years ago, they kind of popularized this thick look to these young girls, you know, with the big cabooses and the thunder thighs and, you know, kind of meteor, almost um, uh, Baroque type uh, uh, body habitus that these young guys now find attractive. So, you know, it's like, um, it's like a quid pro quo, you know, the girls say, Hey, look, I can eat whatever I want now, a little thick, you know, and the guys support it. It's like, Hey, yeah, I like those thick girls. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it is not healthy. I'm telling you, I don't care what the trend is right now. The Kardashians are killing you. And um, it would behoove all you guys out there and you girls to start trimming down because, you know, you can handle this stuff in your 20s and 30s. Once you get to your 40s and 50s, that stuff doesn't go away. It just gets worse. And then right around in your 50s, mid 40s to, you know, mid 50s, that's when you start suffering the consequences of these bad decisions. And I know that may sound like a long time for you guys who are sitting in your mid 20s right now. But believe me, it comes fast and furious. And when you're suffering, you know, the adverse uh, uh, effects of uh, carrying extra weight for the uh, formative days of your lives, um, you're not going to be happy about it. And I'm seeing it now, you know, at the age of 59, I'm looking at, you know, my cohorts and colleagues are now succumbing to horrible diseases. And I kind of got that put in perspective for me this week. Andrew and I went into a... um, what was it called? A volunteer kitchen? Or yeah, is a, we helped serve the poor. We helped serve. You know, there's a, uh, the uh, Halifax Urban Ministries has a program right down there in Derbyshire and in, in uh, Daytona Beach where they support families or individuals who really don't have anything else. And they give them kind of like a 90-day respite where they can, you know, have a place to stay. They get regular meals. They get dinner every day. They actually have some babysitting services so that the parents can go out and try to find a job and, you know, teach them to get a leg up so they can be on their own. And part of that is, you know, meal services. And we, through the VCMS, were volunteering to basically serve those meals and clean up the kitchen afterwards. And it was very nice and humbling. It makes you appreciate what you've got in life. But uh, um, I was talking to one of the guys who's now the president of the Volusia County Medical Society. He and I trained over at... um, over in Gainesville together, and he reminded me that when he was there, there were three attendings in the interventional department, um, and I am the only one left of the three <laughs> when he was there. So the other two guys have passed away. So I'm like the last of that, you know, crew. And I, I didn't even think about it until he said something. But you know, because he's like ten years younger than me, he goes, "Yeah, you're the last of them." You know, Jim Caridi and uh, Dick Hawkins are both gone. I'm like, "Oh my God, you're right." So you know, you start thinking about these things, you get close to 60, it's like, yeah, my, my peeps are dying out here. Right. And the average expectancy, life expectancy in the U- U.S. this year in 2023 is 79.11 Oh, so it didn't drop. Years. No, no. It's a 0.8% uh, yeah, increase from 2022. So it actually went up. Okay, so so did it dip one year? It or? did because the... Of li- COVID? Uh, no, no, here it says the life expectancy in 22 was 1705. Wait, An increase, it went up by, well, they're giving you like 79.11 years. So they're giving you like 11 months, 79 and 11 months, 79 years and 11 months or five months. Um, but it looks like the life expectancy, it's interesting. It says the so life it is expectancy. Going, so I am lying. 
It, it no, it had increased. Um, well, that's that good. Was, but that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, because are we I, trying to make a point here? <laughs> yeah, because in April. So this, I'm not sure when that was published, but in April of this year, they said the life expectancy declined to 76.4%. That's what I remember, 76. published by Harvard in April 2023, the shortest that it's been in nearly two decades. Right, well, that's so it's back up again since April? No, I think this is a predicted data from uh, Macro Trends. Um, it was a predicted. But that's what data. I remember the, is reading. It went Harvard from seventy eight to seventy six. Publication came out in April, and that showed a seventy six point four year life expectancy, which so, was down two years. Which from, is down two decades. No, which was down is. two years. It, which is the first time it would dropped in you in know two decades. In two decades, right. it was seventy six. So yeah. I didn't make it up. I knew no, I read that read somewhere. somewhere. But you know that I didn't, I can't believe that within three months it's back up to seventy nine. No, because, I think it was a predicted outlier. Yeah, I, I'm right. not sure, but you know it seems to me anecdotally people are dying at a younger age. You know, um, some people, and then you got the other part of the spectrum where you see more. You know. Centurions. I mean, you know, we can know a couple of people who are actually a hundred years old. So, you know, you've got this dichotomy, and I think, you know, part of Andrea's training in obesity and diabetes is longevity. I mean, her whole thing is on disease reversal, and she's reading a lot of books on, you know, why we age and why we can do that gracefully if we so desire. And, you know, and a lot about longevity. That's what I'm talking about. Right. You know, the longevity. overall longevity. Yeah. Is there's actually pathways, and we talked about this in one of the radio shows. It was last week or the week before. Actually, there's three pathways in our brain that actually help promote longevity. Um, two of them promote it. One, if it's inhibited, actually by inhibiting it, it promotes longevity. And those things are accelerated when we eat vegetables, um, accelerated when we exercise, accelerated when we sleep, and we, you know involve ourselves in, in not just exercise, but stretching and sleeping healthy, not sleeping where we are staying awake all night long and then sleeping during the day. That actually ages us. Those of you who have sleep apnea, I don't know how many times I'm on the talking to my patients. They have sleep apnea and they don't want to wear the mask. That ages you. It leads to dementia. And people say, well, then I won't, doesn't really matter because I don't know if I'm wiping my butt or somebody else's. <laughs> That's not my problem. It's my uh, wife's yeah, problem. <laughs> but, the, but the problem is you may end up in a nursing home. And oh, the God. stage of going to a nursing home is very anxious provoking because you're having to leave your home. And, and, and you realize when, when my mom realized she was starting to become forgetful and Scott's mom realized it was a very stressful time. Because you're like, well, what's going to happen to me? Are they going to forget me? Are they going to drop me off on some nursing home and then forget me? You know, so it all sounds good and dandy until it starts happening to you. And then the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. It's now that we have to be involved. And, and this is why I do Shield of Life. Our company, shieldoflife.com, you can come check it out. We do help you reverse, you know, your diseases as much as you want to participate because we can't do it magically, but we do teach you how to do it. And we coach you to maintain it because that's what I do with my veterans. And it's unbelievable how many people we get out of scooters and walkers and improve their disease state when they're suffering from obesity and diabetes. It's so amazing. And when they don't suffer from, you know, diabetes and it's just obesity, but they have to want to make a change and it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And now there's a problem because the Ozempic medication that was out on the market is, uh, or Ozempic, which is for diabetics, we can get, but we can't get Wegovy, which is a weight loss pill. And that's not the way we did it. 
The way I've done it for 21 years is teaching people the science and coaching them And Wagovia and Ozempic are the same medication, right? right? It's just the name for uh, diabetes is called Ozempic. And when you're taking it for weight loss, it's called Wagovia and the dose goes up higher. And for it, weight it, loss? Yeah. The dose is higher for weight loss. And the problem is, is that you can't get it. it the, the, Does it make your blood sugar drop or... No, they've found that it's not as severe dropping and that people tolerate it, you know, other than the bloating that they get because their gastric by their gastric emptying is gastric slowing down. Gastric paresis, yeah. Yeah, you're, and, and so it makes you feel full. That's the whole point of how it works. But, um, but you know, you can't even get it anymore. So you start it and then you can't get it filled because the drug company doesn't have enough to give it to you. So we don't have new starts until they can get, the, their marketing was too good and everybody wanted it, but that's not the way to do it. All it's doing is making you stop eating. We just need to get off the sugar because the sugar is what's driving us to want to eat more. And the beer, for the guys out there, they love to drink their alcohol. Alcohol is a big cause of disease, big cause of central adiposity. And we really just, we, we need to cut back. It's just not healthy for your brain, for your life, for your nerves, for your tendons, your gait. I don't know how many men come in. They have an unhealthy balance and gait, and it's because of all the liquor they drank throughout their life. So, and then they increase the risk of falling. And then when you start falling and break, breaking joints and hips, it's, uh, it's a real problem. So come see us, shieldoflife.com, and, uh, and I'll share with you some wonderful things and help walk you through a very interesting way of weight reduction and disease reversal. And actually, on the 16th of November in Ormond, in Central Park of Ormond, it will be posted on Instagram and Facebook, we're going to be doing an exercise and educational class to help people begin that journey. And is, it close have a live op- class. is it close optional? No, there's going to be close. I've seen some of these things where they do like the naked yoga in the middle of the woods. No. You should do some of that. No, no, no. But anyways, that you know, would get you some views. It's amazing. For it's sure. A, it's amazing, amazing, amazing what you can do and what I've seen in people that really are determined to change. That's true. If you're, if you're dedicated to the process, you can make it happen. And we've seen people who thought that they could never lose weight or never get off their medications actually do just that. And they're so impressed with themselves. So, um, but, you know, you, you don't know until you try. I got a great story. Before we finish up here, so Andrew and I were driving back uh, tonight after we spent some time over in the uh, over at the um, the soup kitchen that we served at, and uh, we're coming onto our driveway, and there was a baby alligator in the middle of the road. <laughs> and this is the second time I've seen an alligator in the road. The first time I saw it, the thing was like hunched up on its front legs, and its head was turned around looking at me, and I thought the thing was a dinosaur. I mean, it was like it wasn't big, but the way they just sit there, you know. Like looking at you, it's like, what the heck is that thing? And uh, we had another one across the road today. I mean, he was probably like a foot and a half, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't that big, but you know, I'm sure he could leave a mark on you if he if he got his chompers on you. But that was pretty cool, just sitting there right in the middle of the road. Yeah, it makes me nervous if I go running in the morning. You, I don't think he's going to bother. He's a small one. I don't think he's going to come after you. Yeah. But Andrew did get some. Can you put that up on your website? Yeah. <laughs> Pictures of the uh, alligator <laughs> that I'll we took? I'll give it to Stevie to put up on his website. Yeah, you should. Yeah, but they're very cool. All right. Well, let's wrap things up. If you guys have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrea, as always, you can email us at the doctors in D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at W-N-Z-F. Dot com. You can come out and visit Andrea in Central Park on November 16th. 16th. What time is that? Well, it's going to be from 4.30 to 5.30, but look up, look us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Under what? Dr. Andrea Cleos or Shield of Life. Either one. It's on yeah. both. Or you can look at, you can send us an email at shieldoflifefl 
at gmail.com. And this is Naked Yoga in no, Central it is Park. No, Naked Yoga. I'm coming. I'm, being, I'm there. Yeah, you, did, you were supposed to come last time. Maybe you'll come Well, wow, you didn't tell me it was Naked Yoga but last time. it's not Naked Yoga. We'll see. I'll be naked. I'll see you guys there. Okay, I don't think you guys want to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay happy. Stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The doctors are out. The Doctor Is In Radio Show, paid for by Radiology Associates. 